0: You're listening to an Undercast Network podcast.
1: In a world filled with numerous movie podcasts, only one dares to talk all things cinematic with a drink in hand. Welcome to the buzzed track. It's the podcast with the oddcast of outcasts. So crack open a cold one and pour yourself a drink. All right, welcome to the Buzz Track. We are the podcast with the odd cast of outcast. I'm talking movie geeks, film nerds, and cinephiles. And when we're discussing our love for motion pictures, we like to do it with a drink in hand. I'm one of your hosts, Kevin Woods, sipping on an ice cold Corona as usual. And tonight I'm joined by my homeboy, my brother from another mother, Devin Conwell. Devin, what's going on, brother? Doing good. Fantastic. I'm drinking. Uh, I'm drinking that third grade
0: teacher special coffee with a little splash of something, something.
1: <laughs> third grade teacher. Nice, nice. Well, uh, this episode should be released on uh, July thirty first, two thousand and twenty. So, as usual, I thought it'd be fun to share a little movie history for this date. Um, This info comes to us from onthisday.com and themovietimeline.com. So, on this day in 1914, Italian horror director Mario Bava was born in San Remo, Ligueria nice all right so i am a big mario baba fan my favorite of his being of course danger diabolic from 1968 oh yeah or rabid dogs wait a minute i forgot about rabid dogs i absolutely love rabid dogs uh but yeah he's probably best known for black sabbath and you know uh tons of other great films uh also born on this day in 1956 American actor Michael Bean, born in Anniston, Alabama. I'm a big Michael Bean guy, man. I, uh, of course, love him for Terminator, Alabama. Yeah, he's a old Southern boy. Damn, I didn't know that. Aliens, The Abyss. Uh, Man, he's been in a ton of great shit. He's been in a lot of video games too. Oh, I was. You know, I'm not a big gamer, so I'm unfamiliar with a lot of his video game work. But, yeah, he's uh, he's just such a cool, phenomenal actor. I'm not surprised that he's uh, transitioned over to doing a lot of cool voice work as well. So, Oh, we forgot a movie, though.
0: Navy SEALs. Oh,
1: Navy SEALs, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, speaking of which, Navy SEALs. Oh, wait a minute. I- I'll get to that later. I'll get to that later. All righty. All right. Uh, also born on this day in 1962, Wesley Snipes. Oh, yeah. passenger 57, motherfucker. Money train, bitches. <laughs> yeah, oh, white men can't jump. So, oh god, That'd yeah, Wesley Snipes name. is that guy is so dope. Um, on the flip side, a notable death. For, uh, July 31st. In 2015, we lost professional wrestler and actor Rowdy, Roddy Piper. Oh, God, it hurts me. Yeah, died at the age of 61. Uh, you know, I loved him in They Live. Uh, I'm, a, I'm not a big, huge fan of Hell Comes to Frogtown, but I, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh him as Sam Hill, uh, he was a lot of fun. He he did, he brought a lot of gravitas and fun to that role, so uh he, he made it he made it worth at least a cursory glance. So Yeah. Um released on this day, films released on July thirty first include nineteen eighty seven's The Lost Boys. Yeah, boy. Oh, that's a classic like none other, man. That's in my easily in my top 2 or 3 favorite vampire films of all time. Uh 1992 gave us a couple of fun films. Um uh released on July 31st, 1992, Buffy the Vampire Slayer and mm. Death Becomes Her that is my movie right there man <laughs> yeah I, I dig both of those uh it's been a long time since i've revisited buffy the vampire slayer i remember I, I really did dig that one but death becomes her yeah that movie is just too fucking cool it's so much fun that movie's crazy as shit uh, also released on this day in 2009 the collector which uh, I heard that we are getting a sequel, uh, another sequel. This the third one, uh, right? Yeah, the third one, and I believe yeah. it's called the collected, and it's nice. supposed to hit late this year or early next year. So I'm looking forward. Have you to seen that one? Have you seen one and two? Oh yeah, I've seen both of them. Damn, the collection those are good. Oh, those movies are, those movies are absolute blast. Um. Little bit of uh, on this day in uh, cinematic, in the world of cinema, uh, July thirty first, nineteen eighty, which was a Thursday, Harry Potter was born. Ooh. So, and I do dig the Harry Potter films. Not gonna front. Yeah, those movies are the shit. Not gonna front, man. Those those are fun. And uh, on Friday, July thirty first of two thousand and nine, this was the day that Doug Billings. Phil Winnick, Stuart Price, and Alan Garner go to Las Vegas for Doug's bachelor party in The Hangover. Four wolves
0: going through the desert looking for cocaine and hookers.
1: (laughs) Uh, That movie is still hilarious. Still hilarious. If I'm flipping through the channels and it's on, I usually stop at least for a few minutes just to get a couple of good laughs in. Oh, yeah. All right, so uh, we'll uh, we'll just get right into it, man. It's just you and I tonight. Uh, I haven't watched a ton of films over the last few days, but I have seen some entertaining ones. And I'll start off with one I watched the other night. Um, It comes to us from director Louis Teague, who brought us uh, Cujo and Cat's Eye. This one is from 1980 it's alligator oh man yeah i gave it a revisit haven't seen it since i was a kid and decided to check it out now um alligator of course was written by john sales uh who certainly put in a lot of really uh he's he's satire Oh god A lot of humor, a lot of satire. It's just a really smartly written, fun script. It's basically the jaws of alligator films. Yeah. Uh, This movie stars uh, Robert Forster, who was super fucking cool. Fucking legend. The guy just oozed coolness all through this movie. Uh, It also stars Robin Riker and... um, it's set in chicago monstrous alligator oversized alligator um it's set in chicago and it follows a police officer played by robert forster uh set in chicago and it follows a police officer played by robert forster uh and uh who is tracking a giant murderous sewer alligator that was flushed down the toilet years earlier (laughs) uh, and has been attacking um you know sewer workers and residents after escaping from the sewers. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It still stands up. Uh, it's it's still just a great movie. It's, it's a lot of fun. And uh, like I said, I haven't seen it since I was a kid, but there's that one scene in particular that haunted me ever since I first saw it. And, <laughs> you probably know the one I'm talking about. Uh, mm-hmm. the, uh, the swimming pool scene, dear God, man, that it's still a disturbing scene. <laughs> I mean, it's just, yeah. it's really fucked up, man. Uh, but yeah, that movie is, is still a lot of fun. So I was glad to give it a revisit after all these years. And, uh, for those who have never seen it, if you wanted to check it out for free, Right now, it's on YouTube for free. It's been up on YouTube for a couple of years. I don't know if it's a rights issue or what's going on, but it's apparently it hasn't been flagged uh, to be taken down. Um, and it's it's been up for a couple of years, and that's how I viewed it. I just beamed it to my TV from you, my YouTube app. So definitely nice. check that one out. All right, Devin, hit us with one of yours. All right, so mine... Uh I'm gonna do a I'm gonna talk about a double
0: feature that we did um so Michelle had never seen the Rob zombie trilogy so yesterday we sat down and I had her watch House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects back to Back. We weren't gonna do a double feature but uh, I wanted her to see House of a Thousand Corpses because she had never seen it and the movie disturbed her. I could tell she was like, oh Man, wow, like, yeah yeah she was like, because she doesn't watch movies like that either she's not a horror movie fan like I am. I guess, you know, opposites attract, Good, but, um, sometimes. so she, yeah, <laughs> So she, she sat down and she watched it. I mean, she's willing to watch them with me. She just, she doesn't go out of her way to watch horror movies and the movie kind of disturbed her, but she, it still asked her, you know, or it had her asking like, you know, what happens after this, you know? Cause you know, the last like what, 20 minutes of that I thought it was a cool, cool take on it, but some of that shit never gets brought up. And I thought it was a cool, cool take on it. But some of that shit never gets brought up in the you know in the sequels. But that's fine. The whole Doctor
1: Satan stuff. Yeah, it's
0: yeah. uh, You know, uh, you know. But since we're talking about this movie already, you know, a lot of people talk about you know what happened to this, what happened to that. You know what? I've always wondered, like, what happened to Captain Spalding's, uh, his partner at the gas station.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. was it? I mean, of course, he was. he helped out with the uh, the action at the beginning, so he's obviously, yeah. you know, as homicidal and murderous as uh, Spalding. But yeah, I don't, I know. Always I don't know. I was wondering what know. happened to that guy. Yeah,
0: maybe they should do a whole side story with that character. Well, the actor died, so I don't know. Oh,
1: uh, well, I guess it's not going to happen then.
0: So. <laughs> not going to happen. Not but no, happen. Also, so you know, she had questions and she wanted to see what happened after. So we watched devil's rejects and I told her, I was like, devil's rejects doesn't have a horror feel to it at all. It's more of a crime suspense with a few elements of horror, but it's more psychological horror. And she watched it. Damn. That movie disturbed her too. She was just oh, like, yeah, I don't know about this.
1: <laughs> that one's completely fucked up. And yeah, that's a fucked up movie, uh, that's man. One I, I revisit at least every couple of years. It's, it's yeah. That's the one for me when when anyone has anything negative to to say about rob zombie uh his uh skill as a filmmaker i'm like no he brought us an instant classic he brought us a verifiable badass instant classic devil's rejects hands down one of my favorite movies of the last 15 20 years man i I just i love that fucking movie
0: but yeah so I, I i subjected her to both of those movies of course i've seen both multiple times okay so
1: when is she gonna get to see three from hell
0: i have it uh we haven't watched it yet but i'm I'm gonna have her watch it because nice. i mean you know you saw me you saw my post and stuff man i i went and saw three from hell two oh, yeah. of the three nights it was in theater yes i didn't get to make night three which really made me sad but you know work and stuff yeah well, it I I enjoyed that one as well. I can't. Fright. I did too. I I, I love that so. movie. I thought it was cool, especially the whole like part in Mexico. I thought it was real wacky and real cool. The thing is, people, you can't go into a a Rob Zombie movie and take it a hundred percent serious because he's going to add his goofiness to it. Absolutely. His, yeah. His exploitation feel. Yep. You know his his own version of exploitation. He's going to take that to his movies. And people want to watch these movies and be like, "Okay, I want this to be realistic." And they, you know they can't turn their brain off. No, I, I, I loved yeah. Three from Hell. Yeah,
1: I, I enjoyed it, man. I as a as a follow up to uh, the classic that is Devil's Rejects. Maybe it fell a little short, but on its own, it's fine. It's man. it's it's, a, it's still a lot of fun. Richard Brake,
0: man. Oh, Good Lord. that just
1: yeah. Richard Bray... I became a fan of him after 31. uh, Oh, yeah. Just because he was just... Yeah, he stole that whole fucking movie. He was so much fun to watch. Dude. Right on. Well, uh, I checked out a older film this week. Uh, It's from 1963. It's a uh, neo-noir crime film directed by William Asher. It's called Johnny Cool. Um, Hmm. Now... The reason I wanted to check this one out is uh, I talked earlier about watching Alligator. And Alligator um, also starred Henry Silva. So I started looking up Henry Silva. I was, uh, you know, he's a very. Henry Silva had one of those faces, you know, that made him a great character actor. Uh, Yeah. And he was best known for playing hard asses or gangsters or. Things like that, and I was reading about a film that I was completely um, unaware of. It's called Johnny Cool, so I found it and I watched it. And uh, what Johnny Cool is, uh, it's uh, like I said, it's a 1963 gangster film, Neil Noir. and it's uh, it's basically about a uh, an exiled gangster who sends his protege to the USA to eliminate his former enemies. Um, hmm. And Silva plays the ti- title character, Johnny Cool, and um, he is just, you know, he's so badass. He's so cool in this role. Uh, you know, his character is, is groomed and re- uh, renamed Johnny Cool, and he comes to the U.S. to assassinate all these men who plotted uh, his his uh, his boss's downfall. And along the way, he meets up with uh, a lady named Dare Guinness, who was played by Elizabeth Montgomery, who is best known from her role uh, on Bewitched. Well, in this okay. one, this film. Uh, she's kind of like this uh, wealthy divorcee who, who becomes Johnny Cool's accomplice along the way. Um, and as he goes through this uh, vendetta, you know, that's completely shaking up the underworld. Um, and what's cool about Johnny Cool is that it doesn't, I have to say for its time, it probably blew a lot of people's mind because uh, this is near the end of the Hayes Code era and things like that. So they they were really pushing the envelope. You know, this was nine years, nine or ten years before The Godfather. But you could see a lot of the influence from Johnny Cool in The Godfather. Uh, because they they were really pushing the envelope as far as how violent they were getting in it. And it certainly, certainly does not, the ending is so out of left field, you are not going to see it coming. Uh, Suffice it to say, it's not your typical happy Hollywood ending. It's very twisted. It's very cool. Uh, The movie was produced in part by uh, Peter Lawford. And uh, therefore it, you you see uh, a handful of the Rat Packers making cameos in it. There's a uh, you know, there's J- Joey Bishop shows up in it, and Sammy Davis Jr. plays a character named Educated. Um, nice. I, I, no 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 not nice. Junior also sings the theme song. And while oh nice. I, I, no 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 not nice. I love no. I love Sammy Davis Jr. It's hard not to love hearing that guy's voice. This has got to be the absolute worst theme song oh. I've ever heard. For a, uh, it's just, oh, it's so fucking bad, man. <laughs> it, it's it's not just bad; it's corny. Uh, but there's there's some other really cool uh, people that pop up in this movie. Uh, one of the main bad guys that Johnny Cool is after is um telly savalis and this is telly savalis before he went you know full kojak or no what was he kojak yeah yeah before he shaved his head completely so he still had hair a little bit of hair uh and it had jim backus everybody knows jim backus uh probably best for being the voice of mr magoo but uh he pops up in this so it had a very interesting cast and for 1963 it it is a very very twisted film uh it's like surprisingly dark um so yeah johnny cool if you if you come across it it's definitely worth checking out they play it on turner classic movies every now and then it's absolutely worth a a, at least a a single viewing but for me, I know this is one I'll probably be checking out again. I like Silva, so I'm definitely going to check it oh, out. Oh, Silva was just, you know, he didn't get many lead roles. That's the thing. He, you know, he've no. you know, often played a lot of supporting characters. So seeing him in the lead role, man, he is just he's scary. Every you time know. I see
0: his face like in like, you yeah. know, in any kind of search, I I automatically
1: think of Ghost Dog. Ghost Dog. Fuck yes. God, ah, man. I love Ghost Dog. And he He's a big reason why that movie was so much fun. Right? Cold-blooded assassin uh, just playing just this ruthless cold-blooded assassin is just ah, he's, he's just he was great. He was absolutely great, but that ending, that fucking ending will yeah, it wrecked me, man. It is so unexpected that it just works on every level. So definitely check that one out if you ever come across it, brother. Yeah, I've never seen it, so I'm definitely going to watch it. All right. Well, uh, hit us with another one of yours. Man, are you ready? <laughs> oh, is this the bad movie oh, that you warned This is the bad one, man. This,
0: this movie made me so mad. I haven't told you what it is yet,
1: No, but, but I'm, I'm about to. I almost texted you earlier just like, tell me the fucking movie. What are we going to – all right, but I'm ready. Hit me. What is this
0: this movie made me so angry on so many different levels.
1: What the fuck did I just watch?
0: It is a movie that just came out here in 2020, released 26 June. Blade, the Iron Cross, the new solo blade puppet master movie.
1: Oh, shit. Dude. Okay,
0: this is completely unexpected, so it's bad, huh? You know my love for Puppet Master. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Bro, I love Puppet Master. This movie pissed me off. It is dumb as hell and it's boring. The only redeeming factor it has is some of the gore in it. And I knew <laughs> when it going into it, I knew it wasn't going to be anything like The Littlest Right. The Littlest Right oh, in no, a movie oh, yeah. in its own. Woo. And I love that movie. Yeah. Like, that movie was, oh, my God. I loved but The Littlest Right. Yeah. All right, so me being the Puppet Master lover that I am, I actually bought this thing because I was like, (laughs) yeah, I was like, dude, Puppet Master, I'm sold. I own all of them. I'm going to buy this one. Bro, I regret this, and I have bought some shitty movies in my life. And this is one that I just, man, I – I was talking to my buddy Chris about this movie and he was like, it can't be that bad. And I just showed him certain things in it. I I got on my phone. I brought up, you know, the movie on my Amazon and I was like, watch some of these scenes and he's watching it. He's like, what the fuck? Like this movie. So I brought this up just so I could try to understand a little bit. So I'm looking at the storyline here on IMDb. And at the end of it, it goes, it's Hertzhauser's, Reanimated undead army versus a possessed doll and a beautiful vengeance seeking clairvoyant who will win and how will it affect the full moon universe? So, when I hear that full moon universe, yeah, I kind of I'm yeah. like, okay, this is their own little universe, but it still makes no damn sense. Mm. You got people, you got people dressed in 1940s detective costumes, which are horrible looking, they look like something you would get out of damn. Party, Party city, city. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Like it just looks terrible. Their accents are horrible. Some of them sound normal, like n- like modern day, and then some of them are talking like yeah, see? like it's it. <laughs> I don't know what they were trying to do. What time? I be, I even looked at the, like the description of the movie, and I can't get a time period. It says in 1945, a psychic war journalist gains. Okay, it says 1945 but they're using weapons that were created after that time period. And cause I've seen a few pistols in the movie that were created way after that.
1: Oh, man. I've.
0: Uh, they have people. And I understand, you know, that happens in a lot of uh, like indie movies like that. And that's fine. But the thing that kills me is there, you could at least try, you know, try <laughs> to be in that time period. There's a scene that I show my buddy, Chris, they're talking, uh, you know, these, uh, and these guys are talking, and then it cuts to a panoramic view of modern-day L.A. Uh, I'm talking about, it, it's just like, this is supposed to be 1945. And, oh, and it's, it's you know, surrounded, or it's, you know, it's about Nazis, of course. You know, Nazis doing experiments. So some of the guys are trying to do German accents, but then their henchmen have, like, regular American accents. Like, <laughs> oh, I got them, boss. And it's just like... I don't know the movie's confusing to me when when it comes to time period what the hell is going on and then they're using um, Andre Toulon's um, stuff that he created the puppets with so the main bad guy he's trying to create an army of the undead which is a pretty cool thing you know oh yeah but it's 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 horrible because the clairvoyant chick she's got this power I don't want to give anything away I I don't recommend this movie to anybody. I wish, you know, I wish I could spoil it for everybody. But the clairvoyant power gets passed on to somebody and I was just like, what the fuck? Like it makes no sense. The movie just really pissed me off because one, growing up, like middle school, I was huge into like the Puppet Master series. Like I would rent them you know, on VHS and watch them over and over and over. And everybody that grew up watching those movies loved Blade i yeah, love blade, blade. Blade's cool, the standout you know blade cool ass puppet you know my favorite puppets are blade and six shooter i love those two but like man blade was so cool growing up and i always said man i wish they would just make a blade movie and i've been saying that my entire you life you got your 20, wish 2020 comes around i got my wish and it turned out to just be a shit just they took a big dump on my my childhood oh. dreams like Damn this man. movie, I could go on and on bitching about it, man. My buddy Chris, I bitched about this movie so hard to him. I'm sure he was tired of hearing about it. And he was like, it can't be that bad. And then I showed him, and he was like, that movie oh, is bad. That bad. He didn't even watch the whole thing. He didn't even watch the whole but, thing. He no. watched scenes, and he was just like, this is doo-doo.
1: I don't, I don't know <laughs> what it is, brother, but uh, I used to love Full Moon Pictures. Dude, they're pissing me off, And man. they have really started to blow lately, and... Now I'm hearing that they're, you know, they're finally making, after all these years, uh, they're they're doing a uh, sequel to the Sorority Babes in the slime ball oh, and the Slimeball Bolarama. And I'm terrified that they are going to fuck it up. You know, Bro, they're going I love to Sorority Babes and Slimeball Bolarama. And if, if, if. Full Moon's recent output is any indication of what to expect. I, I am not going to be happy with this sequel. So, dude, I'm I'm uh, telling you, I've lost this
0: one movie alone. Like they've put out a lot of shit lately. Oh yeah, yeah, and, and they,
1: them capitalizing on uh, that whole Tiger King stuff with their. Uh, uh, what well, I don't even want to think about the name of that fucking movie that they did. The I Tiger didn't King. even watch it. Yeah, but they uh, they're quickly becoming. You know, one of those companies that will capitalize on something that's hot by churning out something in just a few days. Yeah. Uh, and, and not really putting a lot of time, effort, or care into what they're producing. And I hate that. I fucking hate that, man.
0: Uh, man, I, I I don't recommend you watching this, especially oh, I, I, if you're a fan I, of Puppet Master. I, won't I, I do recommend watching scenes if it ever comes up for free somewhere. Yeah. Just peep through just so you can see what I'm talking about, man. It's just now how much the do- sets how much, okay, go ahead. how much Blade is actually in this movie? There's a good bit of... Not like a ton of Blade, but there's a good bit, actually. Like, uh, Okay. Yeah. there There's a good bit of them. Um, Blade does most of the kills. And the kills, like I said, the only redeeming factor is some of the gore. Because, yeah, I mean, some of the gore was actually really good. The special effects, I have to give them, give them that. But, dude... Oh, my God, dude. Like I said, I could go on forever about how much I hated this. This movie was such a letdown. Like This movie was so bad, it made me physically just ill. I was so angry.
1: All right, all right. Well, I guess enough of that mess then. (laughs) We'll move on. We'll move on. Uh, Okay, I watched something today. It was just released today, and uh, I couldn't wait to check it out. And I have to say, this it was more than just a pleasant surprise. This was one of my favorite films to come out this year. It just hit shutter. Uh, it's called Host. Are you have hmm. you heard of this one at all? I haven't. No. Okay. Well, that's I'm not surprised because here's the thing about Host. Um. <laughs> This thing was apparently filmed within the last three months. Oh wow! Yeah, uh, what it is, uh, it's a, it's one of these. It's I can't call it found footage. So what can we call it? Uh, it the entire film takes place on a computer screen. It, it takes place in a Zoom chat room. Okay, so it's uh the movie's about six friends who are you know. Right now in quarantine, lockdown, whatever you want to call it, that decide to uh, get online and chat with each other and enlist. They enlist a, a psychic who is going to guide them through a seance over the Zoom chat room. Okay, and so it's kind of got that uh, that unfriended feel. Oh, no, 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 man. This is way creepier and way better than unfriended. Okay. All right. Uh, The thing about it is, this is what's so great about Host. There's no fat on this movie at all. It's only six, it's 56 minutes long. You know, Uh, it's not even a full hour, but there is no fat on this movie. Uh, It's get in, introduce your characters, uh, get things rolling, and then bam, shit starts hitting the fan. It builds the tension throughout. There are tons of genuine scares and I'm not bullshitting you. I watched it today during daylight hours and I jumped three times. That's how effective this movie was. Uh, they do a bang up job building the dread and, and and creating a creep, very creepy atmosphere. And it's all taking place on a computer screen. Um It's directed by this guy named Rob Savage. Uh, Earlier this year, uh, Rob Savage was on Twitter, and he put out like this little minute-and-a-half, two-minute video uh, that was uh, a Zoom meeting that had a good uh, jump scare part of it. So apparently, his video caught uh, Craig Engler's attention. Now, Craig Engler is the guy who is the general manager of Shudder, So he reached out to Rob Savage and, you know, said, hey, man, have you considered turning this short into like a full length film? And what they come up with was host. And I have to say, this is one of my favorite discoveries of the year. And um, over the last few minutes, I've learned that I'm not alone. Uh, This movie is pretty much universally getting great reviews. People on Twitter are loving it critics are digging it. Uh, it it's creepy if you're in the mood for a good scary film that actually delivers on some genuine scares and ups the creep factor host will do the job I loved it I absolutely loved it I, I, I'm i blown away that they were able to put this movie together uh, you know Shoot it, edit it, get it ready, uh, and then premiere it on Shutter in in you know less than ninety days. This blows my fucking mind. But they because uh yeah it could have it could have been disastrous. It could have ended up being shit. But no, this is yeah. this is a genuinely good film. You're gonna dig it, man. You gotta check it out. Just hit yeah, Shutter I will. today. Yeah. Uh, and it is creepy. I watch it during the daytime. I suggest you watch it at night. Hell, make your girl watch it with you. So <laughs> it's creepy. Yeah. You'll dig it. Okay. So that's uh, that wraps up everything I watched myself this week. So uh, you can go ahead and take us out with the next uh, whatever you watched, man. Okay. Um. So the next movie I'm going to talk
0: about, since uh, I was so angry at Blade – I had, to, I had to wash my palate, and so <laughs> I ended up watching one of my personal favorite Full Moon features, 1992's Demonic Toys. Nice. Man.
1: Nice.
0: Even re-watching that movie, man. Gosh, I love that movie. It's so good.
1: Yeah, I remember really. That was during uh, Full Moon's heyday. Um, yeah. I'm a, once again, uh, don't rub it in, but I am a bit older than you. And I can remember, uh, full moon's heyday. I remember it was, it was actually a big deal for movie geeks like me when there was a new, uh, full moon movie about to hit the home video market. And, uh, you know, so I would, I would be one of the first ones every week to, uh, to, to be there at the video store to grab whatever full moon film was about to hit. And, uh, Yeah, I remember really enjoying Demonic Toys.
0: Yeah, that's one movie I've watched so many times, and I I can still just watch it over and over and never get tired of it. I love the the toys. I think they're so cool, man. Like, especially Baby Oopsie Oopsie Daisy. Daisy. Oopsie Daisy?
1: Yeah, I got everybody. That's the one I can walk.
0: I can talk. I can shit my pants. Can (laughs) you shit your pants? I can walk. I can talk. I can't even
1: shit my pants. <gasps> can you shit your pants? <laughs> that shit is so funny. <laughs> uh, loved it, man. Grizzly Teddy, I remember. Grizzly. Dude, Grizzly Teddy
0: is the shit. Like, uh, actually, my daughter was showing me these toys that they they came out with recently. They have them at Target. They, there's these toys. They look cute, and then you squeeze them, and then they get these like sharp teeth and I like, they look and, and it automatically made me think of fucking grizzly teddy. <laughs> really?
1: David Goyer. See, he had uh, a couple of years uh, before, you know, he he wrote Death Warrant. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and then he did Dark cu- City. He did a couple of movies for uh he wrote a couple of films for Full Moon including uh Demonic Toys and I think he did Arcade. Um but you know Goyer is the guy who 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 wrote you know Blade 2 and Batman Begins and he wrote uh The Crow you know. City of Angels I remember that Oh wow Yeah and he, I, you know, I'm a big City of Angels fan man I love that movie but more recently you know he's the guy who did uh Dawn of Justice Batman versus Superman and uh, yeah. so I you know David Goyer is he's you know it's interesting to see where he got his start and it's really cool when you realize he was one of the guys who behind one of your favorite full moon films. So demonic toys. Yeah, that that's <laughs> that, so yeah, that's, I just, that's I so just pulled fun.
0: him up. I just pulled up David Goyer and it says that he's writing uh, pre-production uh, masters of the universe, the new master of the universe coming out. And then he's also, Writing the new Hellraiser. Oh no, shit! Yeah, I just I just pulled them up and it showed that that was the first thing it showed.
1: Oh, well, see, I'm I'm interested in the new Hellraiser just because David Bruckner was tapped to direct that one, and you know I'm a I'm a big David Bruckner fan, so I didn't know. Bruckner's uh, awesome. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. I didn't know Goyer was attached to that one. So yeah, that's awesome. Nice. Yeah. Uh, well, what else have you seen? Yeah. All right. So, um I
0: guess I've got two more movies. Yeah, two more. Uh I, I wasn't going to talk about this one, but I'll go ahead and do it cuz I actually really enjoyed it. I don't see a lot of people really enjoying this movie. Uh it's very it's a very lighthearted film. Uh it's it's gotten mixed reviews. I thought it was really good. It's a movie called Family. It's uh let me pull it up real quick. uh I can't remember what year it came out. I think it was 2018. Um, God damn it. You can edit this, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, I'll edit around it. Okay.
0: All right, it's a movie from 2018 called Family. Uh, It stars um, Taylor Schilling, the chick from Orange is the New Black.
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's got uh, Brian Tyree Henry, the dude oh, from uh, Child's man. Play. No, 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 not Child's Play, baby. You know who that is? Have you watched Atlanta? Mm-hmm. Paper boy, paper boy. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love him.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's good. And then it's a, uh, it's got a little small role by uh, from Matt Walsh, which I, I think Matt Walsh is hilarious. Oh, very cool. I love that guy. But uh, this movie, Taylor Schilling, she plays this. Uh, mess mess of a person she's focused on herself she's very selfish very career focused um she kind of gets duped into watching her brother and her sister-in-law's uh kid it's a little girl uh she's played by an actress named Bryn Vale she hasn't been in much I think she's only been in like two movies but um or no she's been in a couple but they're very uh very indie films But anyways, um, the, the movie is really funny. Like she's watching this kid and she's terrible at watching a kid. Like she lets her eat the same thing every night. Like it's one of those movies, like where a a person that's, you know, not so much of a good person turns into a decent person by, you know, letting, you know, like feeling sorry for this kid and trying to do good for her. But the movie movie has more, more than that to it. Like, the girl she's watching, um, so her name's Maddie, the the little girl, and Taylor Shilling's character's name is Kate. So Kate is watching Maddie, and Maddie, uh, she takes her to a gas station, and then she accidentally leaves her because she has to do something for her job. And while Maddie's there, she meets this kid, and uh, he goes by the name of Baby Joker, and he's a juggalo. Oh, and- wait
1: a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is this the movie that, uh, insane clown posse cre- uh, uh cameos in like yeah like, yeah yeah they're play they're like at some beauty pageant or something, or something. no 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 they're at the gathering the gathering oh, of the oh, jugglers. yeah okay, i've so the girl thought about this because this movie like <laughs> the girl runs <laughs> the girl runs away at south by southwest and i remember hearing about it when it was uh a couple years ago when it played south by southwest they were like oh yeah it's got it icp in it man so i was like
0: yeah oh yeah but a bunch, of, a bunch of little crazy things go on and it's it's a real lighthearted film. I, I like it a lot. Um it's definitely not for kids though. It's got a lot of a lot of crude curse words, but uh it, it's it's weird to say that it's a lighthearted film but it's got a lot of curse words in it, but <laughs> it's man, it's it's a good movie. I, I really enjoyed it. It was really funny to see ICP in it cuz you know I like those guys. I think they're funny as hell. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I'm a huge fan. I don't care what anybody so, says. I mean, like, is I this a Juggalo movie? I yeah. I can't really say it's a Juggalo movie because like it's not really centered around Juggalos. It's just she meets a kid that's a Juggalo, ah. and then she kind of she kind of becomes one. Okay. So it hey, is, look. but it's not. I'm but bound. then at the end of the movie, at the end of the movie, the filmmakers are interviewing real juggalos and they're talking about how like, you know, we're not all bad people, you know, there's bad apples, but you know, they talk about how, you know, juggalos are and I don't know, people call me a juggalo at work all the time because I listen to a lot of those guys. I enjoy ICP. I enjoy twisted. I enjoy Blaze you Dead Homie. I like that music. It's it's one of those things that stuck with me. Uh, my cousin Chuck and I, you know, I grew up hanging out with him and he introduced me to it. And I I like those guys. Nah, so man, I, I, I grew I, I can't grow on I C P man.
1: I can't hate Right. Them,
0: Growing up, people would say, you know, oh, you're a juggalo, and I'd get all offended. Unless, No, I'm not, because usually they are associated with, you know, trashy, white trash people. But now if people say that to me, I'm like, whatever, man. Yeah, I'm a fan <laughs> of their music, so if that makes me that, whatever. And I like Faygo, so fuck it. Faygo. <laughs> That's my shit. <laughs> so, yeah, so I watch Family... I like it. I think you would enjoy it. It's definitely nice. a movie. I think that you would like, I, I think you would, I, I recommend it. I'm saying, well, like I'm saying, it's real quirky. It's kind of, it's kind of got a weird taste to it. So I can see if some people would find it boring if you don't like dialogue. And if you know, you don't like weirdly paced movies probably, you know, shy away from it. But yeah, I, see, I, I, I see, highly I recommend
1: it, it. It's received a lot of positive reviews from critics. Uh, you know, and it's currently sitting at a seventy-five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So, apparently, you know, it's got a lot of fans.
0: Yeah, I've seen some negative reviews. Uh, I I enjoyed it though, but I recommend that. And then, uh so we'll go on to my next movie. I wanted to talk about this movie because since I watched Family, I decided to go ahead and watch a movie that you and I both love, and that is Big Money
1: Rustlers. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> <As> a- <laughs> <laughs> yes. All right. Here's the deal. I I don't know how to how to go into this. Uh, I love I figured I hit you with that one last. Yeah. I'm, I loved Big Money Hustlers because it made me laugh so fucking hard. Uh, and it, it, it's so quotable. You know what was that? One mm-hmm. of my favorite quote is like, "I'm in an ape suit. I want some shit." I'm in an eight suit. That means I don't give a fuck. That means I don't give a fuck. Right. I'm on some shit. <laughs> so big money hustlers. I absolutely loved. Uh, big money rustlers. I think I saw it one time years and years and years ago. I can't even remember it. But Damn, I, I thought you. I, I thought you liked that movie because I, I remember a no, like, decade
0: ago. Uh, I got it pulled up. Hold up. Uh, yeah, 2010. It, yeah okay a decade decade ago Uh, i got it pulled up hold up uh, 2010
1: yeah okay a decade ago Uh, i got it pulled up hold up uh, i didn't like it as much as big money hustle decade ago i just remember uh i didn't like it as much as big money hustlers but i remember there was a lot about it that made me laugh and look man we all know I, i love a good bad movie as much as i love you know your your oscar winning films you know i, I find yeah. i can appreciate a bad movie and big money rustlers i just remember being like really 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 funny like, it's
0: hilarious so <laughs> i was watching it with my boy chris actually we we sat down and we decided to watch it Because he and I had just been talking about, you know, a lot of the music we used to listen to when we were younger. And he was like, yeah, man, I used to listen to ICP a lot. And I was like, bro, I still listen to them. I think they're great. And so I was letting him hear some of their newer stuff. And I was like, have you seen their movies? He didn't even know they had movies out. I was like, oh, man, we got to watch this. I uh, I didn't watch Big Money Hustles with them. Yet, he, you, but I inter- see that. Yeah, but i have that. both of them i mean dude like i said you know i'm a big fan of those guys so i i bought their movies of course a long time ago but um i decided to start with big money hustlers because it's more modern and yeah. it doesn't you know it's, it's not old because big money hustlers it's funny as hell oh yeah but it, yeah. it's very dated you can tell like when you watch it but i love it because you know it's kind of a it's kind of a it's a hat tip to uh, Dolomite, which that's why I like Hustlers so much. Oh yeah, oh yeah. but Hustlers, man, just watching it again—I've seen the movie a bunch of times, but watching it again, I haven't seen it in a few years. I laughed my ass off, dude. Just their humor, man. I don't know what it is. It's I—I I like their humor, especially in their music, their their YouTube videos. I think their humor is just—it's that perfect escape for me from all the bullshit that's going on. It's very, very. Uh, I guess Juvenile It's
1: very juvenile But Yeah Look It works It's funny It does When you're When you're sitting down To watch a movie Like Big Money Hustlers Or Big Money Rustlers You know what you're Getting into This is Right This is from The psychopathic family This is uh, You know uh, You can't go into this Expecting You know There will be blood Or or something You you have to know It's going to be Very tongue in cheek It's going to be Uh you know, obnoxiously funny. Uh, it, it just has that kind of humor. And, uh, yeah. No, I, like I said, I haven't seen it since the year it came out. And Man, uh, I, I can barely remember it. I, I do remember there was... I just remember that uh, we did. We used to laugh about it a lot. And uh, back in the... When it first came out, I remember oh, you and I, I were dying, what dude. What was his name? What was uh, Monoxide Child's character's name in this? It was like Fart or oh. something or...
0: No, um, Shit. so their their names in hu- uh, hustles was Putin stank, yeah, Dusty Poot, Dust- big stank, Poot, <laughs> uh, Dusty Poot, <Putin> and raw stank. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, uh, those yes. guys are funny, man. Yes, yes. Uh, all right, I don't, I can't say that that's one I'll revisit anytime soon, uh, but <laughs> yeah, it's, it is bringing back some memories now. I did. Yeah. I think you should revisit it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If I revisit anything, it's going to be big money hustlers. Magic? Yeah. Magic ninjas? What? Oh, yeah. Magic, magic ninjas? What? What? Ninja, what? Magic, magic ninjas? What? Magic,
0: magic ninjas? What? what?
1: Magic, magic. What? Magic, magic. Oh, fuck yeah. That's
0: all I've watched.
1: Oh, so that wraps it up. Well, that wraps it up. Again, please check us out at buzztrack.com or you could find you got own- any
0: uh you got any final words or final thoughts before we wrap it up well I do my final words final thoughts are fuck you full moon features you've ruined me <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh damn full moon y'all got to do better y'all got to do better man ugh damn but yeah so you can definitely check us out at the uh, the buzztrack.com or learn more about the Undercast podcast family at undercastnetwork.com uh, and uh, find us on Facebook or Twitter at The Buzz Track. So, Kevin, yeah. <laughs> appreciate you joining me for this uh, this show tonight, brother. It's always good to talk to you. Yes, sir. And, uh, you know, my heart breaks for you, man. I'm sorry, Full Moon did that to you. So, mm. uh, Yeah, well. There's always hope that we can get a uh, a sequel to The Lilith Reich. Maybe man, uh, I'm hoping. have Zoller come back for scripting duties on that one. But, oh man, 2020 has not been kind to us.
0: <laughs> it has not. Um, I, you know what? I don't I don't mind coronavirus. I don't mind killer hornets or whatever the hell it murder. was. I don't mind murder murder hornets. I don't mind any of that. You could have a damn zombie outbreak. I wouldn't give a shit. But why? Why ruin Blade for me?
1: Oh, man. Well, you know what? You know what will make you feel better about it? Getting drunk. So that's what I'm about to go do. So, yeah, be sure to tune in next week. We'll have more on the buzzed track.
0: Hear more from the Undercast podcast family at www.undercastnetwork.com.